When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. KBJ Episode Podcast. Kevin's eyes look insane, but he's got new hair. Virginia is a witch and she farts in her chair. Jason is a spaz who's got an old man's ass. Welcome to the After the Show Podcast. Yeah, here we go. Happy Friday. Welcome to the KBJ After the Sure Podcast. How the heck are you? How the heck are you? Doing today. Doing good. Doing good. Have a weekend. I know you got to run out of here pretty quick to get to the uh, fair, Virginia. I do. I think I have to hit the door at 1045. Okay. So we only get 20 minutes of this sweet (laughs) shit. Soak it in while you can, big fella. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got to go hang out with Jay Cashmere, and no oh, offense, yeah. but oh, yeah, he's a good-looking dude. I'm taking some pictures with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you love me and Kevin so much. I do. You're right. You don't want to be around any other guys than me and Kev when it comes <laughs> to microphones and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Jay's just so presentable. He is. He's just so neat. He's got his shirt tucked in. But he's just- almost too perfect. He's, he's Ken dollish. He's a Ken doll. Yeah. And I want to know the secrets. I want to know behind the cashmere. What, what do you need to know? I don't know. I mean, he just seems too perfect. I think he's one of those Orange Theory dudes. I think he does. Oh, that. he loves Orange Theory. Yeah. Him and his wife, they crank it at Orange Theory. They're like Ken and Barbie, yeah. Orange, you glad you didn't go to Orange Theory? Magnolia goes there. She uh, loves it. Too ritzy for this bitch over here. It's so expensive. Yeah, it's too expensive. I, I like, believe it or not, I like exercising outside. I don't hate it. I kind of like when it feels rough. Now is the time. Is. This is your outdoor exercise weather. Do you like doing anything outdoors when it comes to exercise, Kev, or is that not your cup of soda? No, I think being outside is uh, great. We used to do uh, outside workouts all the time. It's good to get a nice little sweat going, get that humidity. It's kind of like working out in a sauna. I do like that feeling. Yeah, getting going is the worst part. Trying to, ah, oh, yeah. man, I gotta go do this or do that. But once you get it and you're in it, yeah. you do feel better. You know what it is? I've always felt with working out. It's, it's, as soon as you get the sweat going, you break that. When you first break the sweat, then all of a sudden, when you kind of feel yucky and mucky anyway, yes, then you know you're ready to go. But it takes a little bit. Yeah, when you first start, you're like, oh, but that's why the warm up's important. Got to get there. Yeah, man, I was. Uh, Last night by a gym, it, the parking lot was so packed. We um, were welcoming in uh, Jeff Miles, who was uh, doing afternoons here uh, on our station. And so they had a little welcome to town party for him Aww. at our fun little place, Crazy Horse. It was doing their 
trivia last night. And that was they, nice. They got the, what was the Crunch Gym that used to be at 95 in North Lake, but they tore it down. And so they moved it into that plaza that is just a little bit uh, west of 95 now. That's my Publix. That's where I shop at. I'm at that plaza all the time. And you are right. At that time, that place is Armageddon. It was about 620 last night and you couldn't even find a spot. We had to park on that, like the other side of the parking lot. Had to walk over. We were so close to one another, but yet so far away. Yeah. yeah. We, were, we were doing weird and whatever. Oh, okay. That's why I didn't go. I was going to go, mm-hmm. but it was literally right at the time. Yeah, right at the same time. I, yeah, Panda had a blowout on 95 on his tire, so that's what I was doing. Oh, no way. <sighs> I had to what drive happened? and get him. He let his tires go to, to the point where they had to be replaced, and the guy told him, hey, uh, you better replace this tire. Yep. And he was just trying to push it. You know, I do the same thing. Do you, do you do the same thing? <laughs> I do, but it just sucks because it threw my night into a tailspin. Would you rather blow out a tire or blow out your pants? You, you know, the butt. I would blow out my pants. Yeah. Absolutely, because on 95, when you blow out a tire, you could die. Yeah. <laughs> that could be end your life. Mm-hmm. F that. All right, I, I got to get my tires looked at. Look at this as your sign. Anybody listening right now, or you, Jay Bird, or anybody, if you need to fix your tires because they're getting a little too bald, do it. Don't be like Panda and have a blowout on 95. But you know what really chaps my ass? How expensive tires are. And it's one of those things where you have to spend a lot of money, and it's tires. It's not even something... Cool. It's not, a, it's not a dinosaur. It's not a, it's a, it's a tire. I went through your boy Klepto. And he saved me about $1,000 of what BMW wants to sell you these fancy tires. The fuck, you driving a semi? Klepto was like, no, you don't need those fancy tires. You can do these tires and save me big bucks. Hmm. Your boy Klepto knows. There are ways to get cheaper tires, but people, because every time we talk about tires, like, oh, you got to do this and do that. You can save money. There are ways to do it. You just got to know the way to do it. And if you don't, have a Klepto. The man knows how to wheel and deal. Are you in charge of all that when it comes to the, the queen and, and the, the car and all that? Who who would get the new tires? She pretty much does because, you know, we've got just uh, her car that uh, she drives. And so she takes care of the maintenance. She takes it in and would get have them, you know, her dealership put on the new tires and deal with all that. I mean, I will mention that I see something, you know, there's a couple things going on with their car right now. And I'm like, hey, this is happening. That's happening. So, But a Kevin Ralston would not go in there, do the tire look in and, yeah, I'll take these and. That, no, because she, you know what, she just, she wants that control. So I'm like, go ahead, I don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> you get whatever you want, yeah. Less work for you. Right, exactly. So it's like, yeah, I just, no, okay, it's something you want to do, and so go ahead. Do you really want to be the judge and jury for the tires? Do you really give no. a shit? I'm like, that's fine, go ahead. <laughs> well, no, I think we should get Michelins. Right, because... I have zero opinion. <laughs> oh, man, I, I love when I don't have an opinion on something. We go, hey, man, fucking go for broke. I do love it. when somebody just takes care of it, but I also like to get a deal. And so if you, a lot of times, if you have somebody take care of it for you, you end up paying more. But, but, but with Klepto, I don't get that. He, 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 he shoots straight with me. But that's that kind of, those, those are the adult things I just, it, I hate it so much. Getting tires, all of those things that you have to do as an adult. But in the grand scheme, who gives a shit? It's a, a who gives a shit kind of an errand. You're right. Oh. You were saying that uh, Panda's tow truck driver that he'd had from the blowout, Ron, was kind of an interesting cat. Oh, my gosh. So I got in the car, and I'm annoyed because I had to drive to all the way to West Palm at 6.30 p. Yeah. And so I'm a little pissy. And he gets in the car and proceeds to tell me this story about this tow truck driver, Ron, that made it all worth the trip. 
So Panda's tire blew out. Ron comes with the tow truck. But then Panda wants to ride in the tow truck to the tire shop. So they're riding, and Ron just opens up about his life. Ron appears to be, you know, in his late 60s. He's a weathered dude. Okay. A little rough around the edges. Looks like he's been through some shit. Who hasn't? Exactly. Ron proceeds to tell Panda he just got out of federal prison after serving 25 years for armed robbery of a bank up in Hobe Sound. He robbed the bank with a machine gun. A machine gun? And he exchanged gunfire with the police that showed up during the bank robbery. And he got hit with a bullet or two, and nobody died, but, like, it was a whole thing. And so he went away for 25 years. Wow. And he starts telling Panda why he did it. Okay. So he had gone to the doctor the week before the bank robbery, uh-huh. and the doctor told him, brah, you got prostate cancer. You got six months to live. What? And Ron had gone in there to rob the bank and get the money, and then he wanted to have a shootout with the police so that they would kill him. He wanted to do die by police officer, oh, which man. is a thing. Yeah. That's a thing. It is. And luckily, Ron didn't die that day. And then when he, you know, was fighting his case, he was trying to prove to the court that, you know, he he wanted to die by officer because he thought he had prostate cancer. He was misdiagnosed. Oh, my gosh. He didn't have prostate what? cancer. The doctor made a mistake, and he huh. still had Whoops. to go away 25 years. They yeah, I mean, yeah, they, don't, did the they don't care. Crime, you got to do the time. You can't, well, just because you have cancer doesn't mean you can rob a bank. Right, right. with a machine gun. That's not how it works. Uh, no. Oh, my God. Gosh. Is he cool with you telling the story? You give it out pretty much every detail, where he lives, the town, his name, what he used as a weapon, what he does for a living. You called him weathered. This is uh, this a smart move? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Do I need any more reasons to be concerned? It'll be fine. I hear you. It'll be yeah, fine, This guy yeah. seems like he's got it together. Yeah. From the sound of him, I don't think he is got the fight in him that he had 25 years ago. <laughs> I think he's just trying to, like, chill. But was, isn't that a great story? It's no, it's I actually, mean, it's, it's a terrible story. I mean, the guy's It's a terrible whole life. story, but isn't it compelling? Yeah, to, to, to hear it like that. There's a, there's a, there's a yeah. lot to chew on. I mean, it's unreal. It's It sounds like a movie plot. Right. Maybe Ron should just tell his story and sell it. Option the book. Yeah. That is a thing, though, yeah, Death that by could Police. It, it is. Wow. It totally is a thing. What a that's insane. Sometimes when these these people go in where they 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 go in with the gun and they shoot everybody up and they they have in a in their mind that there's a good chance they're walking out of there getting or not walking out of there they're going to get killed by the police and they they want that. They they want to get yeah. they want to do all the destruction suicide be, by cop. Yeah, but then be t- but they want to do as much damage as they can before they get shot. Wow. It's crazy how many are like that. How about that? Yeah. Man, I, they, I would watch that if they made that story. That'd be I would too. To the story I, of Ron. I don't know how, you know, much there is to go on there. I mean, it's a pretty quick story, but that is kind of interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you see him in the beginning, and he goes to the doctor, and you, you could, that could play out. That, that could be a good hour and a oh, half. Oh, you could make that an hour and a half. Totally. Easily. Okay. But do we know this is even real? Watch this son of a bitch 
make up all this shit just to. That's a crazy story if you're making that up. That's pretty. I mean, that's good creativity. If nothing else, I'll hand it to Ron on that. I mean, it's public record. I can go research it and look it up. It'd be quick. I mean, Hope Sound, how many bank robberies happened 25, 26 years ago? We we, we have the town and we have the name and we have the occupation. He's about to be fully doxxed here before (laughs) the end of the podcast. He just did. I don't mean to dox him. I mean, he did his time. Virginia's such a dox sucker. Yeah. (laughs) What? You, you, you dox people. <laughs> I don't think he would care. I mean, he told Panda the story. Yeah, no, that's, that's he, he likes to share. No, <laughs> that's the same. That's yeah, a broadcast. <laughs> one or one thousand. What's the difference? <laughs> hey, Shea Bird. I love getting emails from people who try Bud's chicken and seafood for the first time. They become lovers instantly, from their chicken fingers to their buffalo wings. People love their shrimp. Their Fish Sandwich is beloved in this community. Make sure you hit up their website, BudsChicken.com. You can order online now, which is amazing. Philip and the whole team over there at Bud's do an amazing job. Sauces galore, BudsChicken.com. Try the chicken fingers. There's a uh, another show I think maybe I'll get to this weekend if I got some time. I would like to hear if anybody else has checked it out, and it's got a tie to Palm Beach, so I'm always fascinated by that. On Netflix, Netflix, they've got Bernie Madoff. It's the monster of Wall Street. I watched half of it. It's boring AF. Oh, is it? It is so slow moving. I get to the fucking point. Okay. Yeah, it's real slow. All right, yeah, I think I do remember you saying that. All right, because I just saw it pop up. I'm like, hmm. I thought so, too. And I'm like, ooh, I want the juice. Maybe he gives more juice on the back end. You can fast forward through the first 40 minutes. Sometimes that happens where they do save all the juice for the end. You got you to gotta keep that little breadcrumb. I want to know more about the stories of the people that he took their money. I wasn't getting a lot of that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what had fascinated me was... Just the relationships. Yeah, to get perspective on the lives that he ruined. How- I, I think there are people that... Uh, Commit suicide stuff. And I, I know my uh, mother-in-law, she was telling me there were some stories um, where he wiped out the generational wealth. Yeah, and, you that's know, real. She, she On worked, Palm Beach Island. Yeah, she had worked at the Bath and Tennis Club for uh, many years. And there were so many people there that were affected by it. And these were kids who were trust fund babies, and they didn't build a skill set. And all of a sudden, in one day, they went from – being at the Bath and Tennis Club to not having any house at all. We know people that have been affected by Bernie Madoff and lost generational wealth. And then all of a sudden their friends shunned them and everything they do. And then they're working three jobs, like menial jobs to try to just have. They have to sell their house on Palm Beach Island. The people I'm thinking of sell their their mansion on Palm Beach Island. They now live in West Palm Beach. Uh And luckily, they have businesses that we all have frequented and we know them. And uh-huh. luckily, they weren't just trust fund spoiled babies right. and they're going to be okay, but they're not going to be generationally wealthy like they were. I remember I went to school with some trust fund babies and it was kind of the beginning of the the uh, 
the collar popping where, they, where the, the kids who had all the money and they drove the nice cars. They were sending trust fund babies to Gardens High? We, believe it or not. Really? There, there, were, there were times where, <laughs> not not trust fund, but very yeah. rich. They, they, oh, we, okay. we did have, we had very rich people. There was a few kids like that. Yeah. And they did that. Pop the collars. And sometimes you, you'd go to, you'd party with them of other schools. Benjamin. All yeah, those Benjamin guys. has them, yeah. They, well, that's what I I'm see saying. Benjamin, yeah. the, 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 those are the kind of circles you'd run at a party. You'd see around yeah. that time. Sure. Those fucking collars. Pop, yeah, talking about money. There's some people that they just look rich, there's just an essence to them. You look at them, and it's just like, Yeah, there's no doubt they have money. It's just a, a, a aura, yeah, it is. <laughs> an it essence. is, they just look like money. You're like, Damn, it's crazy. So, I mean, imagine having all that. And I think there were people that committed suicide, of course, and there's things like that. Absolutely, yeah. people that Tragic. did that and lost everything. Yeah. And- or I want more of those stories because that's the compelling part of the story. Mm-hmm. The stuff yeah. they were giving us was like the backstory of Bernie, which is really kind of a boring is rise. It? Okay. It's not half as interesting as the rise of Epstein. Okay. That one was fascinating how he manipulated and played. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. What my mother in law was telling me, those stories were fascinating. If you could get an inside look at what their life was. I know people are like, boo hoo, but you know, for people that just don't do that, what? Uh, you know. They, for five generations, they had had immense wealth. And the grandkids were banking on it. Yeah. And then nothing. <laughs> nothing. Everything's gone. You, yeah. And <laughs> that's why, you know, in a sense, you're smart. I know Trump had done that with his kids. But the smart ones make sure that their kids could start with zero and still have something to do. Everybody have a plan. Your plan should not ever be, I'm going to the country club. Mm-hmm. If you make that your plan... You're you're resting. You're 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 taking advantage. You're you're lazy. Uh, whatever happens to you, I'm sorry. It's karma. Get out there and make your generational wealth work for you. Now I'm impressed. Yeah. Turn a million into twenty. My mother-in-law had always told me the Campbell's soup lady, the mama, the grandma owns that. That's you know the that soup wealth. And all the kids, they had to present business plans to get any kind of money. And if they love became, it. if they became knuckleheads, she cut them off. That is the way you do it. Yeah, they said she didn't play. Do a business plan. Show me yeah. why you deserve a part of the Campbell's soup money. Is Campbell's soup a little overrated? I feel like the I've had some it's pe- every man's soup. I've had well, that. now it's got a lot of competition. But back in the mm-hmm. day, yeah. Campbell's soup was the game. It I was just, cr- like in the seventies and eighties. It was crushing. I just, I just noticed it has a bit of a tin. I, I know you, you get a lot. Well, it's of it. in a tin can. I get that, but there's shit in tin cans that don't taste like tin, and it there, there's stuff that does yeah. it better. But I, well, I, I eat shit in tin oh my gosh, all the time. This pool is wet. But there's you're but, not you're not no, getting what I'm but, saying. But there's, there's other stuff in tin cans. There's that don't rich taste man's like tin. soup, and then there's poor man's soup. And Campbell's is the every man's soup. And, yes. and in a lot of areas like where I grew up, you know that's what you're going to get. You're not going to have the fancy ass soups. You know you're you're doing the stuff where people are you know they don't have progresso. Right, we ain't gonna play with that. That, that ain't a Logan kind of soup. Progresso costs like triple what Campbell's cost. Right. Yeah, for us, yeah, we're we're a Campbell soup town. You know, and then, and then you think about it. I mean, hey, if you have lived your whole life in South Florida, you know, not having that perspective of you know that small poor ass town. Yeah, there's there's a and, and you know what these big companies do make a lot of money because it may not seem like a lot. But, man, the volume's huge because there's a lot more poor people than there are rich people. That's true. So if you're selling to the poor people, yeah, you're not going to get overall as much per item. But the mass amounts you sell, 
trust me, there's a lot of rich people who have made money off poor people. I just think it tastes a little tinny, is all I'm saying. No, you're not wrong. But so you're not going to raise the roof and say soup, there it is, for the Campbell? Uh, I just, when I was doing that soup, uh, I, that, that w- it was Campbell's, and it did have a tinny. And not all, t- seriously, not all tinny things ha- taste like tin. I do a lot of tin, mm-hmm. as you know. <laughs> yeah, Becky said, I bought some Campbell's chicken soup last month. It's so salty, I dumped it in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> it's salty. Yeah. You That's know, how they hide the tin. Where I'm from, though, man, we love salt. We love sodium. <laughs> Love they, cheap ass soup. They got Panera now. Panera does a soup line in the grocery store. You're gonna pay six dollars. Oh, compared to Campbell's, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. But I mean, it, it don't taste like tin. It's watered down vegetables. It don't taste like tin with a little hint of chicken. Mm-hmm. What's that? Overpriced uh, fancy soup. I'm talking about. I think we're talking about two. I'm talking about the Panera. Panera's in the store. Their bisque is is good. It, it, it tastes good. I'm I'm sorry, but I'm not bougie like you. I don't fucking do fancy soups. <laughs> uh, somebody's saying on the Madoff thing. Uh, watch it, Kev. It does get better. So maybe I will try that. A bit. Just know the front end yeah. is a snooze fest, and I was like, okay, yeah. And uh, RJ was saying, uh, don't forget two football playoffs. Yeah, no, I got that all marked off. So I'll be doing that a lot. So probably not this weekend for Madoff, but, you know, a couple weeks there. I got an email from uh, Michael, and he said, similar to Kev, I grew up in a small town. I'm from Russell Springs, Kentucky, which is about 45 minutes from Bowling Green in the middle of nowhere. After moving to Stewart nine years ago, I realized there's a lot of things that people don't understand that didn't grow up in areas like us. I'm wondering if Kevin can relate to any of these and also if anybody on the show would be confused by these. Uh, he says Red Lobster was five-star dining for the filthy rich. Absolutely. Yeah. It was. No, that, that was it. My my grandma Beulah, man, when we wanted to go big time, she loved she flipped out that there was a red lobster down the street from me and she was like, they're popcorn shrimp. She just, you know, I mean, that was it. She would get her hair done. To go to Red. No, she did. She got her hair did to get to Red Lobster. That's adorable. Yeah. I kind of feel like when I was a kid, in certain houses, Red Lobster was considered fancy. I, in my mm. house, if we were going to Red Lobster, that means Dad got a bonus of some sort mm. or we, a windfall of money happened. It was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Like you would do uh, your prom dinner at a Red Lobster. You would do an Olive Garden. Like those were reserved for the specialists, the most special of events is when you would go to those restaurants. Olive Garden back in the day, too, kind of ha- when it first hit, Olive Garden. It, that's was, prestigious. It was kind of. It was. You, you would get you get a little side eye if you threw out you went to Olive Garden around the wrong people in my town because they'd be like you rich snobby son of a bitch. You were a snob if you were throwing out that you went to the Olive Garden in my town. Oh, no big deal. Yeah. Limited breadsticks, bottomless I w- salad. I wonder if that's just kind of like an income thing where everything you're saying was a big deal in our household. Olive Garden, Red Lobster, then that yeah. Holy shit. It was perspective, yeah. It was. Yeah, in our perspective, that was, was that was five stars. Was that how it was for most people? Was that kind of, did it have a different kind of a look back then with Red Lobster? Oh, I, yeah. I mean, you know, in fact, even some people were, we were talking up chilies today and how I'm gone, and uh, I got three texts right away, which that's yeah, a good amount, but they had said in the last six years, the food quality's gone down. They said it's not the same. And really? so, yeah, you know, when I was, uh, what was five star when I was real young was the Ponderosa, and that was where you went and got your fine steaks. And their food quality had gone down. And it does. Some of these restaurants, it's really interesting. You know, we had gone to a place, which I'll keep nameless, but we'd gone in there. And I I can see the life cycles of some restaurants. And we were in it, and the family, just all of us together, like, we used to love this place. Like, what's going on? And it just, it seemed a little dingier that just... 
just a few things here and there were a little bit more off. It went down probably, but also your tastes go up as your choices get more amazing. And I think we in South Florida are especially spoiled with all of our amazing options. I hear where you- decor is fabulous and there's a celebrity chef and there's this and there's that and like we really are fancy in South Florida. I hear what you're saying, but you're speaking for such a small community. Kevin is a billion percent right when he says some of these common person yeah. kind of restaurants, their quality has gone down. Yeah. It, it, it's not as good. I, I'm that guy. I go to those restaurants, and I know, I bet you any money I know what right. restaurant you're even talking about without you even telling yeah, me. Yeah, probably, yeah. We're on that telepathy. We're on the same level. Like, for me right now, <laughs> Flanagan's is my joint. Like, they are, they're, they're crushing it. Like, I'm just loving Flanagan's. I know a lot of people disagree, but to me, that's great. But there might be a time where I start going in Flanagan's and be like, I don't know, just something. The beer's not as fresh. The food's not as, it's just a little bit off. You were talking, both of you, about how much you, we love chilies and all that. And I do. I, I love chilies so much. I would always order. And I was going, why am I, why don't I go to chilies? And I started going back in my memory yeah. bank. It wasn't as good. You remember, Everything yeah. Everything was, was starting to taste shitty to me. Yeah, places oh. do, man. They've got runs. They go up and down. And it, yesterday, as we were sitting in this one place, their competitor, who, when I kind of got to town, was uh, I feel a little bit down, is kind of going up. And it's interesting because they're kind of transcending. I'm noticing myself now. It is just flip-flopped between the two. So uh, I do know who you're talking about. Uh huh. I just figured it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And I think a lot of people probably because you're noticing the same thing, and it's it's slightly sad because it was it was my number one, and it's just not that franchise either. There, there's there's plenty that could go on that list. All kind of the same type of restaurant in that ballpark of yeah. casual dining, but it's they nice, are. and and they go through runs. You know, uh, Michael would say, yeah, Twin Peaks is killing it with the wings. Yeah, no, Twin Peaks is a hot run right now, man. They are. Are, they are They're great. They're smoking hooters. It's not even close, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not even close anymore. But sm- it sounds like they're smoking everybody. <laughs> they're, Twin Peaks is doing very well. I mean, the one by my house, and I live close to one. It's I love it. It's one of our top three. There hasn't been a time where I've not gone to Twin Peaks, and it just does. It's going off. It just people galore. Yeah, yeah. And those are, those are probably modern. my top two. Those are probably my top two. You like yeah, the, you the like Flanagans the, and the Twin Peaks. Them pickle chips. Yeah, I Fried do. Pickles, yeah, yeah, I do. They're they're really good, they man. Are. Their salsa that they got at Twin Peaks, they warm it up. Ooh, it comes to you warm. It's, I like the sound of that. Oh, Damn, what an added nice little touch, that man. That is a small little that thing. small little <laughs> thing, dude. I'm telling you, you know, when they would start to fall off, you would get it and be like, it's not really that warm. It's kind of yeah. That's, yeah, the that's sign. when you start to notice places <laughs> fall off a bit. Those kind of things happen. All right, I'm leaving you guys. I love you. Don't okay. leave. Now, Have fun. Tell Cashmere we said hey. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Atoll Vodka is so delicious. You know, I love to pair it with lemonade or fruit juice or pair it with a Bloody Mary. It goes great with everything and anything. I love introducing it to people that haven't had it before. Everybody loves Atoll Vodka. I got mine at Singer Island Liquors, but you can also go online. They'll ship it right to your doorstep. You can have some for the weekend if you go to mashandgrape.com. A toll vodka. You're going to love it. Uh, yeah, some other things that uh, Michael had put in here was signs of a small town. He said the thing to do was to park and sit at a Kmart parking lot for hours as a teenager. Yeah, absolutely. We, uh, we kind of had that. We had uh, my town. You would go from the pizza crossing. You would go down Main Street to the McDonald's. You would pull in the lane outside of the drive-thru around, and you, we would just drive that all night long. And then some of the rednecks would sit in their uh, pickup trucks on Main Street and you know, yelling all the girls going by. So Mariana, Florida, where I played my freshman year of baseball, yeah. that was country. It reminds me a lot of Logan. Yeah. I, I like that kind of living. I don't hate yeah, it. A lot, I, I, I like hey, the look, country. I get it. A lot of people do. And honestly, growing up there, I'm, I'm really happy I grew up there. It was nice. I like sweet people. Yeah. I, I just like People are amazing. They really are very the best. The people up when, when I that when I was up there, I could not believe how nice people were. Well, you know what was just great? I mean, some of my high school friends, I just don't even see them anymore. And I called a few of them up and they changed their plans to go hang out with you guys they and to even, make sure you guys were taken care of. They don't even know us. And I was just like, gosh, there's nobody. I, you know, maybe two people here that I, I could, I feel like I could do that with. Most people be like, well, what? I'm not, fuck off. But I, I also think just the whole atmosphere is cozy. It is. I like when they do small town it's festivals. Yeah. I just like that feel of things. It, it is. reminds me of the, where the Gilmore girls live. And everybody's got everybody's back. That's what a yes. small town is all about, man. It really is. There's a lot of, a lot of magic there. Friday nights are reserved for high school football. Absolutely. Everyone in town goes to it. Um, having to walk a quarter of a mile to the end of your driveway uh, for the school bus. Yep. Bike lanes don't exist. Uh, yeah. Being in the paper or the radio was a big deal. Yeah, that was a huge deal. You cut that out and you put that in the family album. I remember uh, they would put the our, our junior college baseball games on the town radio and yeah, we had the same thing. It felt real yeah, cool. It was. It yeah. felt cool. Yeah, our local radio station broadcasts our football games. Uh, cops knew your vehicle. Oh, yeah. Cops knew everybody. Yeah, so pretty cool. They When I got up there, the fact that I was just from Palm Beach County, they I was already hearing stories about me. But I, I didn't talk to anybody. And I remember this girl, me and her, we started talking. My mama told me to watch out for you. I go, why? I just got into town. You're from Palm Beach. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, no, that you wouldn't know that. It was a big deal. In fact, he said being surprised when someone new from out of town moves to your town. And that that was it. When somebody new moved in, everybody was aware of it. They're like, yep. all right, what are they all about? And you kind of stand back and they, they gave observe. Me a, gave me a nickname, Penny. Uh-huh. And that's all. Oh, the Penny's from Palm Beach. And what they thought about Palm Beach County was either you had a fuck ton of money or yeah. you were slanging crack. There was nothing in between. So it was either crack yeah. or money. There's nowhere in between. Like, I didn't come from money. Like, oh, but Penny does crack. But yeah. no, I didn't no. do crack either. <laughs> uh, Kirby is uh, adding another one here. We were talking the other day, the four reasons why Florida has the reputation it does for dumbasses and 
the Florida man. And he said, uh, the one thing you could add in there, and it's true, is the Sunshine Act. And what that is, is that the broad public records laws under the Sunshine Act, which was passed in 1991, guarantees free public access to Florida's government documents and proceedings. Um, and so, yeah, it's a lot easier to get stuff, police arrest records especially, and that. So it's easy for reporters to find, you know, weird shit that happened here more than any other states. So, and now Florida man's become a name and something all to its own. So people seek it out. Yeah. We, me and Dennis, we did a Florida man song. We never did a video with it. Cause I, I wasn't sure about what to do with it. I kind of want to get a bunch of people to act like a Florida man in there. Okay. If you uh, would love to have you. Yeah, definitely. I'd do that. Rhonda actually had sent that and said, yeah, you, uh, it talked about producing the Florida man song. All your songs are funny. She said, very catchy. I was looking forward to the new one. Just want to shoot you a reminder. Yeah, the good news is it's it's recorded and done. Now we just got to do a video, and I, I would love to do that. In fact, let me write that down and put that on the list because that okay. would be an easier thing to do because the song is done. Yeah, and uh, Rhonda was the one I'd seen her email. Yeah, she said that uh, I love all the incessant, trivial, funny babble you all put out. I often turn off the TV at night, just listen to the rest of your show or the ATS podcast. It's way more entertaining than 80, 90% of what's on TV. So thank very you very much. Kind. Very nice compliment. Appreciate that. Um, you see some other emails here that uh, we got. Uh, if you're looking for something else to watch, Becky on a horror movie, uh, The Cell, highly recommended. Ooh. Very visual, beautiful, and twisted. It has scenes in it that I can't get out of my head. It's a psychological thriller and disturbing. I will say I haven't watched a horror genre movie since this one because of the lasting effect it had on me. If you're into that sort of thing, check it out. The Cell. Becky yeah, sent that in. Honestly, when the good people give us ideas, especially if it's in my wheelhouse, I do watch a majority of the stuff that people say. Not everything, but I, I will absolutely watch The Cell. Mm -hmm. I've never seen it. Okay. And I know we got a lot, a lot of people that love the horror genre that listen to our program. Oh, it's 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 big. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, I <laughs> I just I love I love old school horror because they didn't have much to work with. So you 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 see them literally working with nothing to try to create something. I just I love that kind of uh, movie making. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Yeah. The other genre popping right now is the cowboy rancher genre, mainly because of Yellowstone and the two spinoffs that uh, they have done. I was telling you earlier, if you want to get in on it, the Wall Street Journal did a write-up on how cowboy fashion has gotten big in cities. New York people are wearing it. And there is a site called shopthescenes.com that sells clothes worn on TV shows. And the executive producer of Yellowstone is a co-founder, and episodes feature QR codes to different products the characters wear. I mean, this is smart. And now Wrangler has its own line of Yellowstone stuff right now, which that's great marketing on top of it. And the people at Shop the Scene say they've sold out of the fur coat from Beth Dutton's wedding multiple times, and it's a coat that costs $995. Wow. Yeah, now she's, you know, kind of a rich bitch in the thing because she got daddy's money and a bunch of her own money as well. Uh, she's a pretty smart cookie. Do you like Westerns or not no, really? No, I'm not really into Westerns. The thing that I like about Yellowstone is, one, it's a good drama. It's it's modern, and it's not so much about, uh, you know, it's it's good characters, and there's a lot of drama because everybody's trying to steal their ranch. And so that's really the whole underlying theme 
it's similar to us because it's all these tourists are coming in trying to crowd in the valley there in Montana, which, you know, is kind of legit happening. And we have that here in South Florida, too. And then it's just the fact that they're trying to hold on to this ranch and have been for generations and they have to fight and they'll go to any length to do it, including often bitches and all that stuff. I, I mean, I can see why people don't like your old school kind of Westerns. There, there is yeah. one, though, I would love for you to watch. I personally think it's one of the best movies ever made and you're gonna know everybody in the movie okay is tombstone i know I'm, yeah. I'm, i always talk about it i, I brought that up with my dad i'm like i'm gonna have to watch that with him it, it, to he me, loves he loves westerns it is such an amazing fucking movie i love it's good tombstone. cast too, so, right it's so, the, the backstory of tombstone's amazing how kurt russell had to pretty much be the director and doesn't get credit for being the director oh really but he's the heart he's the heart of uh that movie right there you've got val kilmer kurt russell Sam Elliott in it. The fact that Val Kilmer was not nominated for an Oscar or an Academy Award is bullshit. That's one of the best performances I've ever seen in my life. You got that good. Bill Paxton is in it. Jason Priestley is in it. Billy Bob Thornton is in it. Billy Zane is in it. Yeah, man, it's, it's a really great movie. And the Frank Stallone is in it. How yeah, about that? That, it, it's, I love his part. Yeah. It's very quotable. Okay. Yeah, that's that's solid. I'll put that on the list and watch that again. It's been years. But okay, so you have seen or you haven't? Way back in high school. Got you. I saw it, but I, I really couldn't even tell you much about it right now. So I just remember, I think uh, Val Kilmer was Doc Holliday, and yep. he drank too much. Yeah. <laughs> He's an awesome drunk, man. He's a badass drunk. Yeah. So that's some uh, good stuff. All right, well, thank you guys so much for all the emails. Appreciate it. Hopefully you guys uh, enjoy your weekend. I know for some of you it's a three-day weekend, so have fun. We'll uh, see you back here next week. Have a good one. Goodbye.